This episode of Brew Bloods is brought to you by Pint Hub. Get your first beer on the house every single day. Download the app and use the promo code BREWBLOODS to get your first month for $1. You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. Drink beer. Think beer. You're listening to Brew Bloods. Bloods episode 139. Yes. We are back on the scene finally. And one thing I haven't heard, and we've had a lot go so many events, so many luxurious so things many. go on while you're gone. But the most luxurious was Dustin the Whale hit Vegas. So I want to hear all about it. You've not told me a single detail about your trip to Vegas. I want to hear how you uh, took it all from the casinos. Well, uh, on the casino front, I did a surprisingly limited amount of gambling. Uh, there was it's because you took it all from him in one uh, one hand, right? <laughs> pretty much one day, and I won you know like ten dollars and pretty much stopped, which is ten million dollars. Yes, that's that's what I call millions. They're hey, just dollars. Hey, yes. Mr. Whale, we've had enough of you. Get right. out of here. We'll yeah, come in your room. Get out of here, Mr. That, Whale. Dustin that's what Whale. I call dollars. Yeah, they know. When I'm like ten dollars, they know. Yeah, yeah. You, just, yeah. you like to speak in shorthand, dollar shorthand, because you're so wealthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you bet it right. all on red and black in one hand. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and somehow I won money. So you came out ahead, yes. But yeah, um, the beer scene, since we've been there so often, again, has not changed much. It's pretty much the same couple of breweries that are always there. Did not make it down to Fremont Street this time. We went for a friend's birthday. They wanted to do that. Then we kind of talked them out of it because there's not really a whole lot going on in Fremont, especially yeah. if you're not going to do the zip line. So we didn't go to that brewery. Did stop Wait, by. Wait, you mean this time Band of Horses was not playing exclusively for you again? That's true. That was just one Fremont time, Street? yes. Uh, that was a once-in-a-lifetime once time. Concert for two? Yeah. You could have gone to that. I was not invited to that. I, I invited you. From you what just, I remember... You the, still want to show out the, the money. ticket for me. Yeah, the, the $200 ticket for an exclusive concert by a band of horses. <laughs> yes, I was not going to shell that out. Instead. One of three bands, so you would have had a oh, three-concert experience. Me. Probably Explosions in the Sky and, and... And a bunch of free alcohol, too. Some other animal band, yeah. Yeah. You could have drank your way into $200 in Vegas. I guess I could have. Instead, I chose <laughs> to spend eight hours consecutively at a blackjack table. <laughs> <laughs> Did you build up a bunch of money to lose it all because oh, yeah. you accidentally bet it all or something like oh, that? Oh no, that was at the digital poker, oh, okay. uh, digital black bag machine. I hit the wrong button one time. Yeah, yeah that that was bad. No, at the regular, <laughs> I did pretty good at the uh, regular blackjack table. But no, okay, well that's good. Just only yeah. got up to pee once in a while. You should, should have brought you over there then yeah. uh, this time. But you're Mr. Whale. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I wanted to go with the true whale, it actually wins. I should have brought you there. <laughs> but well, uh, still. again, the only local one that's really around there, and uh, you've experienced right? them, is Sin City. Yeah. Uh, went to the Venetian, went to their uh, bar stop again, had their double IPA again, which I always like, but you know, nothing new to report. Right. They don't ever have any staff there that I could that I could actually interview. So was this it, the little uh, like this is the kiosk stop or was this? Yeah. This is like the little kiosk inside the hotel. Where is the proper brewery? <laughs> I don't know. They have a big storefront that actually is right off the strip, but we were driving around going somewhere else and I saw it. I had never yeah. never seen that before. So maybe that's the proper brewery. I don't know, but. Um, the little stop in Venetian, yeah, there's nobody there. So I uh, went there, had that, um, and then went to an oxygen bar, and that was about it that day. <laughs> so you decided to, <laughs> instead of to partake in craft beer, you decided to partake of craft oxygen. Craft oxygen, craft, yes. Craft O2. With some very nice massages, um, but oh, yeah. it was very pleasant. Happy ending? Unfortunately not, no. Yeah. Even though you demand, you're dusting the whale. You're old D-dubs. I, I wasn't willing to pay extra You were dressed that. up as a whale in a tuxedo. <laughs> I think that kind of turned everybody <laughs> off. I dressed as an actual whale. I didn't really get the reference. <laughs> You're the, uh, the the whale furry. I'm sure there's a furry convention going on. They're probably used to that. You probably, can probably get yeah. a, a furry happy ending on that. <laughs> Does whale 
Are whales furries? Furry? Yeah, I don't huh. know. That's Do you question. have to actually have fur to be a furry? Or I figured if you're a furry, just a thing when you dress up like an animal. It's at least furry adjacent, right? Yeah, it's close. I mean, it's still in the mammal community. Yeah. Is it a scaly or something? I don't know. I don't know what you'd call a whale. Do whales have scales? I don't know. Is it a skinny, I guess? I don't know. I don't know. What do whales have? <laughs> do whales have skin? I think so. Like, but do they have what's scales? The, what's their thing that covers their body? It's skin, right? <laughs> I don't know. I would call that skin. They're covered in a loose burlap sack that they're born with. Exactly. I don't know what whales are born with, actually. That's like, I don't think that's a question that could ever be answered. Uh, it's impossible to find out. I don't think it's Especially scales, not on a beer short. Sure, show. I don't think that, yeah. I don't think that's... But they are furry adjacent. They are mammals. Oh, yeah. It's definitely furry they adjacent. They have push-outs, just like yeah, other mammals. They that's true. They don't like blow their load all over eggs. That's very true. So Which, I don't know. That seems very spare. I'm glad. glad that's not the human way. To blow your whale load but all The over. only time you blow a load is on eggs somewhere. Oh. You know, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the human way. Yeah, like if crocodiles had taken over as the dominant species, would they, when they're eating other bird eggs for dinner, would they be tempted to just spray all over their dinner? <laughs> Maybe so. And do crocodiles spray? I don't know. That's You're going down paths I don't understand. I don't know. For sure. So anyways, back to your furry convention as Dustin the Whale. But yeah, that was, that was really the only beer experience I had. Uh, we also did a stop by the... Um, some place called like Beverage World or something really lame on the way to the hotels. <laughs> Generic. You know, just to have some stock in the room, which is always a good way to go. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, had went with the standard founders IPA because there wasn't really anything local there either. I was kind of, I mean, I get it's Beverage World. Maybe they don't have the biggest selection, but they did have a pretty good craft beer selection, but almost all of it was like California-based stuff. That makes like, sense. Yeah, I know. I just, I thought maybe Nevada in general would have maybe a few more options that they would be presenting, but... Uh, yeah, I really didn't see much. It seems to me that Las Vegas is much more concerned with the liquor consumption. <laughs> oh, absolutely, than they are beer consumption. Yes, I mean they're they're covering their base a little bit with that. So yeah. if you're a craft beer person, you're like you can find an IPA. But uh, you know, in the fact we talked about before, if you're betting at a casino, they will at least give you like a Goose Island or something. So right, something there, a Goose Island IPA. But yeah, they're not they're not real into the the craft beer scene unless you go to one or two very specific places. They just don't seem to care. And they tore down our one bar. They did, yeah. They tore down the sports bar in the Monte Carlo. They also tore down the uh, Diablos, and that's totally gone now. So they're making it completely high end, and you know. For true whales, not furry <laughs> whales like myself. It's for true whales. So yeah, it's kind of that's kind of annoying. I don't really like that renaissance of the super high end yeah. stuff. But they're not renaissance, but the trend towards I know that. What you mean. The renovation um, towards the. Yeah, I just I like something that's a little make it a little trashy. You know, you, even on the strip, you can have some yeah. trashy hotels. Not Hooters trashy, but you know, trashy. Well, you did also stay at the Areola, right? The Areola Upper Scale. scale that hotel. is true. Yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Really, not a good hotel. It was okay. It really. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Would have been to me. better to stay at the uh, pre-remodeled Monte Carlo. Yeah, actually, really. Yeah. Even though it was '90s, uh, you know, they have all this modern technology in the Aria rooms, and it's like doesn't half of it didn't work. Like most of the bulbs were out, and I, <laughs> awesome. I don't know. I was just I was pretty unimpressed with the thing in general. Did you complain to the front desk and say, Look, "No, I didn't"? Because I'm just in the whale. We're barely bulbs. in there. So. I need bulbs, eh? Oh, bear, look at yeah, this guy up and yeah, down exactly. the strip. Yeah, you bent his ass off left and right. Did visit those dice. Uh, did visit uh, New York, New York again, which is probably my favorite lobby on the on the strip. Uh, Would you like to rank the lobbies while we're you here? Want to go through all of them? We're rating. We're a rating show. <laughs> I think you need to rank the lobbies. I don't think I want to go through all thirty Top five, hotels. Bottom but five lobbies. Yeah. Well, we'll do that next time. <laughs> We'll do that in episode 140. And we don't set the limit to Vegas. We can limit it. We can go Any like, lobby, lobbies anywhere. around the world. 
And then after that, conference rooms. Maybe we need to start a lobby cast. <laughs> Favorite lobbies. Yes, shortly followed by conference rooms. How do you rate rooms. the Kroger lobby down the street? <laughs> very poor. <laughs> With its one shopping basket. Very smoky and very poor, yes. Overall, a good trip. Enjoyed it. Um, just kind of limited the drinking and gambling this time. And I don't know, just wasn't as motivated as usual. Oh. I, think I've, I think I've been there too much lately. I need like a little bit of a break and then go back. When you clean up with the $10 million in one hand, I can understand yeah, just bowing out. That's very true, yes. Ten large. <laughs> or ten, ten, sorry, ten, ten small to yourself. Ten bills, yeah. yeah. So we haven't uh, really touched on brews in the news lately, mostly because we haven't done a show because we've been busy. That's a very good point. You know, you know cash and Outsourcing and the show. And route. Yeah, we've yeah. been outsourcing. Uh, next, we are going to we're going to do a true H one B visa and outsource it to India. Yeah, all that's very true. We'll, we'll give them a script and they'll talk like yeah. you know for us. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be weird. It'll be yeah, or it could be awesome. You never know. Yeah, that's true. It'll take a little bit of adjustment. Um, we're not doing like a whole big news segment here. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going back into reviews again. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy that, and we're going to do that for the next couple episodes. But there were some highlights I wanted to touch uh, in each episode, and this one was. The fact that the Brewers Association did announce their 2018 World Beer Cup Award winners. and The only World Cup that I care about, personally. <clears throat> exactly. And, you know, we always talk about the fact that, oh, our IPA is kind of trending down. They've been overdone. They're associated with craft beer, but people are getting tired of them, so they need a new twist on them. Well, the most entered category was the American Style IPA with 377 entries, which is almost... A hundred some odd more than the ne- or two hundred more than the next highest, right. which was an imperial IPA. And well, then, I didn't say that they're not popular. I, I mean, my no, ho- I'm not. I'm not blaming that on you. I'm saying we've talked about that. Like, well, what's the new trend? Is yeah. everybody going to Gozas? Well, the new trend is New IPA? England IPA. I mean, it's yeah, but this is just a standard American style IPA. Maybe New England IPAs fall on that, but I'm just saying. I, I think it's interesting that that's still kind of the kind of the top by far. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Even the barrel-aged uh, stouts and things like that. I mean, they're, you know, 190 entries on that. 196 entries for uh, barrel-aged strong beer, which I don't really know the difference in strong beer and strong stout. Um, but I guess, obviously, a different, different base of some sort. Uh, kind of an maybe, that maybe one is just, it could be ales, stouts, brown ales, <clears throat> something like yeah, that. Yeah, just it's something barrel-aged that's brown. barrel-aged at all. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't just have to be a stout, obviously. But yeah, it could be generic ale. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just, I, I didn't realize... I knew IPAs were still strong, but I didn't realize they were quite that strong, that that would still be the number one category, you know, entered like that. Um, they said that uh, they are, and speaking of crap year growth, there were 66 countries represented, a 20% increase year over year. So that's that's pretty interesting to me. I guess it's getting more global? Yeah, that's what I have to think because, yeah, I mean, it, it, the crap beer growth is spreading outward. It's kind of on the decline here in the States, but... I guess that trend, the popularity, it's got to spread somewhere. I mean, that's why, like, I mean, look at Stone going over to Germany. And, sure. you know, we, we've seen some start to come off slowly out of China. We've heard about a few in Mexico. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And I would say even if you want to say it's on the decline here, I, I think it's maybe, maybe at out. least yeah, leveling out. Yeah, it's not it's not just a straight-up shot like it was for a while. Alcohol sales are, are down overall, yeah, 1% true. to 2%. But, yeah, craft beer is probably more flat than anything. Yeah. Um, it does feel like, and maybe this is just my... Misperception. Yeah. It does feel like the interest in craft beer is kind of waning, like socially. Um, Yeah, maybe somewhat. Well, I I think that's partially because there's less new hotness, too. I think it's kind of... I bet there's still as many people actually just drinking stuff, but it's just when... Especially in DFW, when things were booming so much. I'm not saying they've stopped by any means, but... Um, when they were booming so much that everybody was like, oh, did you do this, 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 this? Mm. Even going back to like the, you know, 
DFW Talk Craft Beer Facebook group or whatever. Uh, I think even that seems to have slowed down a little bit. Um, Wouldn't know because I don't pay attention to it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'll look over every now and again to, yeah. just to see what's up. But um, you go in there and say, hey, what's up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, just speaking to the slowness in the United States, I mean, we were still by far the country with the most awards, 242 versus yeah. Canada and Germany who had 14 and 9. So dominating. Uh, makes sense that we would dominate, especially when American-style IPAs are number one. Not that other countries don't do that, but it would make sense. And uh, the countries with the highest winning rate, uh, Belgium, was was the highest. So I guess people do like those Belgians a lot more than we yeah, tend we do, to. Yeah. Um, uh, one note that I didn't put on here is that uh, Panama was, uh, this was their first year to actually win something. So never think of those countries near the equator as having anything but light loggers. So it's kind of interesting that they would actually submit, uh, I believe it was a pale ale that won, and, you know, actually compete with all these other countries' beers and actually, you know, take, take an award. So that's interesting. Hopefully they came out to uh, Van Halen's Panama. Of course, yeah. As they were, they walked up there to get their medal. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's you know how it is. We've been to the Caribbean and yeah, it, yeah, it's that's very a rare to have anything. You know, I think an IPA would fit fine in that environment. I agree. Um, so I'm surprised those aren't a little more, more prolific. But I, I get why stouts aren't. But th- those other ones I could see being a little yeah a little and stronger. That sticky, moist heat. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a big thick stout's kind of hard yeah. to take when it's. So moist. Yeah, it's so, so moist. <laughs> when you're dripping all over. Absolutely. You don't want a big, strong stout in your face. That's very true. Or do you? Maybe you do. Something we've been planning for a while is we're going to pay homage, tributes. We're going to feast. Uh, pay fealty to one of our loyal listeners. That's Johnny B 76 on the Twitter. Speaking of Belgium. Yeah, speaking of Belgium, he sent us a box of beer. And today we're going to take on one of my favorite styles and that's imperial uh imperial beers and especially those big uh barrel-aged beers surprised you like belgian triples though well i like them because they're stronger mostly and i don't know that i've had uh a bourbon barrel belgian before so yeah we're gonna take on this beer it's called uh the curio i'm assuming that's how you pronounce it from allagash and well i'm assuming this is one of those that would have fit in that barrel-aged strong beer category right so yeah but also in the Belgian, probably in the Belgian category. Right. Yeah. yeah so, in, anyways, after this, we're going to be talking about Allagash's Curio. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Mark. Hey, you know, one thing I bet you couldn't get, despite the fact that you're dusting the whale, I know you could not get in Vegas. Just the furry whale. Yeah, you're just a furry whale. But you yeah. couldn't get in Vegas, and that is Pine Hub. I know you went up there, you slapped him in the face with your phone and said, MFR, I'm dusting the whale, I'm dressed as a whale, as a furry whale. I don't know if I have scales or skin or what, but I want a beer. And I had I want a burlap sack on for my costume. <laughs> and I want, I want it on my Pine Hub app. Right Absolutely. Now. I demanded a Pedicolus Velvet Hammer, and they threw me out on my whale ass. <laughs> they did. And uh, you took your money, and you ran home. You took off your, your mm. whale costume, and you were crying. I, I was, yes. Into your generic... The whole way down the strip, I was crying. Your generic light lager that you had to get from <laughs> Beverage City or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever generic store. But the good thing about living in Dallas, one of the few good things about living in Dallas, other than our access to craft beer, is the Pine Hub app. Because right now, it's, we... It's good to be home, Mark. We are the exclusive home of Pine Hub. Although, that may not last long, because they are trying to expand to other cities. Uh, for their business's sake, I'm assuming they want to be, you know, even more profitable. It's funny. Funny how businesses work. Ah, uh, business. Yes. We should be the CNBC cast. <laughs> 
So you can get Pine Hub for $1 for your very first month. Just use the code BREWBLOODS, and that allows you to get your first beer on the house every single day. Just go to some lovely joint like one of our favorite places, Craft and Growler. Absolutely. They have such a large selection. Um, you want to go there five, six, seven days a week, a uh, dollar a day. I totally understand. They have yeah. enough beer to definitely cover that. And you can stay there 24-7. If you're there and you've got the Pine Hub app, they're not going to close down. I, I, no, don't tell them that's true. I don't yeah. know if that's true or not. But I'm going to say, if you have the Pine Hub app and you get your first free beer, they're going to say, we're going to stay open 24-7. I'm going to say that. It's probably not true, but I'll say that. It's probably not true. There's yeah. a disclaimer at the bottom of this podcast, but yeah. you'll have to read that. It's all legalese. We had a lawyer. We had a team about of lawyers. not it. saying things that are true, but yeah. They may or may not stay open for you, but right. if you use Pine Hub, you will at least get your first beer on the house, and you've tried something uh, you've never had before, like maybe a Dutch over from the Pegasus City Brewery, something I've never had. Yeah, me neither. Never had anything by Pegasus City, and that's, that's on me, not on them. Yes. Uh, but you can also try things like the Tejano Pecano from Oak Highlands, which I highly enjoy. That's a really great pecan beer. Had that at the Draft House recently. Uh, you could have the 667 Neighbor of the Beast from Lone Pint Brewery. We've done their Yellow Rose before. Neighbor of the Great Beast. Brewery. Neighbor very creative. Of the Beast. Yes, very. So, anyways, uh, go to Craftsburg Growler if you want to, or any other participating restaurants or joints that uh, subscribe to Pine Hub, and open yeah. up the app. Show them that open beer. Up the that app, you want. Look at the map. See where you are. See what's around yeah, you. Let's you know. Open the map. Look. Open yeah. the app. Look at the map. There you go. Yeah, exactly. They need and, to incorporate and, that. And get what's on tap. There you go. Thanks uh. to Pine Hub. <laughs> $1 for your very first month. Get your first beer on the house every single day. Open the app. Free beer day. Where else you get that? And get a beer on tap. Pint up. So Allagash Brewing Company. Somebody we are not familiar with. I have no idea. Never heard of them. Uh, you never heard of Allagash? No. You, I can't believe you've not... I understand you've never had their stuff because oh, they're okay. nowhere near us, but I'm surprised you've never I may have come across them, to be honest. I, I just don't remember. Well, they are one of those breweries that, it seems to me, my perception is that they have a high reputation up there with, as far as respectable quality, as I would put probably towards Petacolis. Or somebody might put towards Russian River, yeah. or somebody might I would put, put towards, towards I don't know McKellar or somebody like yeah. that. Like that's kind of the perception I get. Sam I never Adams. had one of their yeah. beers before. Uh, yeah, Sam Adams, Budweiser, <laughs> maybe a nice Coors Light, Azima, right. even. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's the perception I get. This concludes Mark's wild speculation. <laughs> My wild speculation on breweries I never had. <laughs> so they're coming from Portland, Maine, up in the, from the Northeast. <laughs> Uh, the Allagash Curio and our old pal, our probably most loyal listeners, Johnny B76, old Johnny Barbosa on the Untaps, sent us this beer. Yeah, a while ago, so it's been aging comfortably. I would say cellar. he's probably definitely the number one listener. Yeah, he's our he's our definite big strong P1. We know we at least have one listener out there because of Johnny B. Yeah. That's true. Probably our only listener. <laughs> um, and he sent us this beer. This is the Curio. And if you guys want to send us beer or do a beer exchange, we're more than uh, happy to do that. We uh, have done several in the past. Uh, we have all kinds of Sierra Nevadas to send you. <laughs> we do. And a few Zimas. <laughs> this is the Curio. C-U-R-I-E-U-X. I'm assuming I'm saying that right. And Curio. it was bottled. Uh, <laughs> nice throwback. <laughs> Curio. That's a Sopranos reference. That is, yes. Not uh, subscribed to the HBO. The soprano, uh, Sopranos uh, reference to yeah. Furio, if the, you've yeah. never seen it. The random disappearance of Furio. Yes. 
And that's our that concludes our uh, Carmelo Soprano <laughs> impression segments of the show. Yeah, uh, but the, probably your Soprano talk in general. Curiao <laughs> is an ale aged in boak, uh, ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. In a boat. Yes. In a boat. Uh, and this is a Belgian triple, which is an interesting uh, combo because I've never had a bourbon barrel aged Belgian. And they say it ages only for seven weeks, so it's not like a long, a long, long time. But you know, I don't know how that compares actually to like KBS and how long they're in the caves and stuff like that. I, yeah, I used to know that, but I have since drank that information out of my head. But um, seven weeks seems like uh, seems a little bit short, but that doesn't necessarily mean it won't pick up all the characteristics. Maybe that's maybe that's pretty standard. Yeah, and apparently they brewed this uh, first back in two thousand four. It was their first experiment with uh, barrel aging, so they. Take it. Uh, they take their Belgian triple, let it age in bourbon barrels for, like as you said, seven weeks. Uh, then they take it out of the cold cellars and blend it back in with a portion of fresh triple. And what you should expect to taste out of this beer is rich golden ale uh, taste, uh, featuring smooth smooth notes of coconut, vanilla, and a hint of bourbon. Now, usually, what we get out of these bourbon barrel beers is a just a smash in the face. Yeah, of just a yeah. Like Again, just, that kind of speaks to seven weeks being short if you only right. have a hint of bourbon plus the mixture of fresh Belgian on top of that. Right. Or fresh triple on top of that. So, yeah, you know, and golden ales are not – I wouldn't say I really adamantly dislike them, but they're not my favorite. I think they're kind of bland. It's kind of like having a standard porter or something. But the fact that uh, they are going to mix in – you have notes of coconut and vanilla and then the hint of bourbon, I think it has a – potential to be really tasty because coconut and vanilla are two of my favorite flavors uh this one does weigh in at 11 percent abv so quite stout it was bottled on uh, this one was particularly bottled in may 2017 so not that long ago yeah but we're coming up on about a year this one actually says on the side of the bottle although the official description says seven weeks this says eight weeks so oh okay maybe this is a extra old man version maybe so entire other week the official description came from their website, yeah, so well, they're contradicting themselves. I think uh, that might be what we call in the business fake news. Yeah, <laughs> their own website is fake news. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, Johnny himself left a review on Untapped for this, and we'll just go ahead and read this. He says, beautifully balanced with hints of coconut, vanilla, and bourbon. Super light and refreshing, extremely easy to drink for an 11% ABV beer. And Burt Lynch, another one of our P1s, yes. actually reviewed this, and he said, going back to the, cra- to the craft beer I was first introduced to, but my good buddy Dane... Uh, the one that got me started on a good beer kick. So I guess this must be a hell of a beer to get you started with. Well, you know, it did win uh, bronze in the World Beer Cup in 2008, so that's a good start. The ratings for it are actually quite phenomenal. Uh, you know, a 98 overall and 99 in style for rate beer, and untapped a 4.10 out of 5 on 76,780 unique reviews. I mean, that is a load of reviews. It is. Uh, and then even Beer Advocate gives it 4.28 out of, fi- out of 5. So Which is very strong for them. All of those are pretty strong. I mean, again, like we said before, untapped. Um, you know, anything over 4, you're starting to get in pretty good territory. And then just that many reviews to still be that high, that's that says a lot. So let's uh, start with the parents on this beer. Now, the bottle itself is... I don't know. It, it's a, doesn't, it looks a lot, reminds me a lot more of a wine bottle than it does a beer bottle. Because, oh, very much so, yes. You know, as we in the craft beer game know... Uh, we tend to be a little more brash than our wine brethren. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a classy, upstanding bottle. Like you could see this being served at uh, at Three Forks or something. Well, you know, it's kind of a, an amalgam as well because yeah. you have the uh, the actual name and then the barrels above the name look very winish, but right. then you have the brewery name that's kind of bold. Yeah, Al-Gash. so it's kind of a kind of a mixture, and uh, I do kind of like that. It's it's interesting. Hey guys, it's me. Mixture? No, Ella. <laughs> Alagash. <laughs> 
I was going to say, you're really stretching it with mixture, but... I'm a lady of the night. Want to <laughs> see right. my last name up close? We'll see you later, Alex. You still have nothing. Here. Still here. <laughs> Let's blow you up. Miss Cash is here. <laughs> so, appearance. I'm bloody. Deep yellow. Uh, yeah, deep yellow to deep golden in color. Um, this one, let's look through the light, uh, the tiny light we have yet again here. I would say it's probably more on the golden spectrum. Yeah, it's definitely golden. Yeah. And if you take it out of the proper sunlight, which I don't like to have here, yeah. uh, but in the proper sunlight, it is a quite bright golden yeah. uh, color. Like the color, of, almost the color of straw, almost. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And it's, it's thick. You can't really see through it. Um, maybe directly in the light you can, but I mean, if you're just looking in just partial light, like I get on my, uh, cave right. side of the room, uh, it looks like I can't see you through it at all. I can't see right. anything through it. And normally that's how we judge it is. Can we see each other through the beer? Exactly. We we'll just gaze into each other's eyes. <laughs> gaze deeply. <laughs> you don't know how much stuff we edit out of us just staring at each yeah. other. It's like dead air for 30 There's minutes. A, oh yeah. No, I, I'm, one time we set a record of like 98 minutes yeah. of just staring at each other. Through we the ran beer. out of a, a card, you know, yeah. a card space on the card. recorder. So, uh, we're drinking these out of tulips. And I would say... Not this, the flower, but the... No, no, the I, I'm drinking out of an actual flower. It is <laughs> tulip season. Right. Um, I would say that this thing has retained its head quite nicely, because it's been probably 10 minutes since it was poured. Yeah, you, you poured it, then went and photoed it around your I luxurious did. pool, I and did. it's still there. So, yeah, that's, uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good little amount of time. I, I don't really care about lacing, but lacing on the glass is nice if you're a fan of lacing. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a fan of a... It's, it's something to note. A, a lacy bustier on your Allagash... It's definitely very lacy, yeah. Then it's very lacy and a uh, very white head. I'm remembering the lacing. <laughs> well, that's a callback for two. <laughs> that is. Remembering lacing. If Billy's listening, he'll get it too. Uh, uh, Billy's not listening. Good point. Um, so what's up next? Aroma? Uh, yeah, aroma would be uh, not not a hot alcohol or solventy aroma. Uh, malt character should be light. No dicetal, which I would hope not in most cases. Uh, can be spicy, peppery, sometimes clove-like. Um, esters can be reminiscent of citrus fruits such as oranges, but may have a slight banana character. Yeah. No diacetyl is nice. I yeah. Mean, why, why would we have that? Yeah. I'm not a diacetyl fan. Yeah. Until we drink something from or smell something from like Jester King, I don't expect diacetyl to be yeah. involved. Or just drinking popcorn butter. Yeah. There you go. We, that's maybe what we should make is a popcorn butter stout. <laughs> right. And we can hope for uh, popcorn long while we're at it. There's. There's a little bit of spice in there. Uh, it's not yeah. overwhelming, though. My allergies are effing with me something hard today. Yeah. So it's kind of hard <clears throat> for me to get a full aroma. But it's clovey. Saying me. you're clogged. You're clogged up. It's just Stuffed it's a up. constant flow of yeah. snot directly into my tulip glass. Yeah. It's just a... You know that song, it's, River of God? It's like a little kid who ran outside during the winter, and he just got the snot yeah. running oh, yeah. down his face. That's what Mark has. It's just going into his mouth, yeah. and he's looping it around. And that, that Christian hymn, River of God, I rewrote yeah. that just for my nose River today. of snot? Yep. Keeps my nose a-flowing. So we got flavor and mouthfeel. That's all we got left here, right? So light to uh, medium body, That kind of I would kind of expect that. Yep, a marriage of spicy, fruity, and alcohol flavors supported by a soft malt character and uh, can, can be higher carbonation, um, but the alcohol should add a pleasant creaminess, but little to no obvious warming. Yeah, no hot alcohol uh, solventy. So that's kind of yeah. like what... Kind of like what Johnny's review said. Yeah, I don't want said. a solventy flavor in my beard. Yeah, almost. I know. <laughs> Never. Nothing I want to be able to, you know, clean up vomit with. Right. And I don't like hot alcohol flavoring in this. I mean, if I'm going to be, if you just want to get plastered and I'm drinking pure gasoline Jameson, then yeah, you get a hot alcohol flavor. I don't really want like hot alcohol flavor in beer very often, if at all. So to me, I would say the bourbon influence there is very light. 
like you can taste the wood. Like he just maybe you just got a fresh oak barrel. You tie, you, you know, you need shave off a sliver there to pick your teeth with. They did say hint. A hint. It is a hint. I'll give it that. And so it's very accurately described. A lot of I, banana. I do get the coconut. Just a hint. I get a hint of the bourbon. Vanilla is in the mix, but it's pretty light too. Um, the majority character is the standard Belgian flavoring. Yeah. And um, the golden ale flavoring, which is a little disappointing to me, to be honest. But what do you expect the other stuff Belgium? is coming out better than I expected. It, I say hint, but as it actually sits on the back of my tongue, it kind of comes out a little bit more as, as, as you drink it more and as it's sitting there. Um, you're right. It's a very powerful flavor. A Belgian f- triple flavor is very powerful to overcome with anything. So the fact that I'm getting all those notes um, is actually impressive and says a lot about the beer. It's very effervescent. Oh, yeah. It's quite much. quite the tongue tickler, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice because uh, who doesn't love a tongue tickling? Yeah, it's it's kind of refreshing. It's like a it's a, it's a refreshing feeling drinking it. Yes, it's perfect for uh, summer day, maybe reading your financial statements by the pool, yeah. something like that. Maybe uh, cleaning the blood leg off with maybe, that. Maybe yeah. cleaning some blood leg like I have right now. <laughs> He's got snot face and blood leg. He's really mm. falling apart over there. I am. <clears throat> um, I I don't know what it is to me, but I actually detect solvency, solventy flavors in that mm. or something. Now, yeah, it may just be me. Maybe my screwed up allergies. I fully contend there may be something fully... Wrecking my palate right now. That's yeah. entirely possible. It's not, yeah. it's not. I don't get hot alcohol, but I do get what you mean about. Yeah. It may just be my tongue <clears throat> perceiving those flavors as a combo. Yeah. It's not like pledge or something harsh, but it's a little lemon. I say pledge. It's a little lemon pledgy. Like, not. Yeah. Ba- I'm not saying it's bad. It's just. Yeah, I know what you mean because I don't know if it's the combo of the coconut and the standard belgian grassy flavor there's something that's playing together that's a little bit odd that it's like school like people are in the schoolyard fighting and they don't really get along as well as they should and that's kind of to me like the i feel like the sweet characteristic of the coconut and vanilla is kind of mixing a little bit weird with the grassy flavor of a standard triple to me Uh, i don't know if i like that combo that much um it's all there and it's impressive that they got it all there and as as it sits, you know, you get that initial grassy flavor. It kind of goes away a little bit. And then after that, the coconut and the kind of hint of wood and the hint of uh, vanilla kind of hang around. But it's kind of like a weird, <clears throat> it's like a weird second flavoring. Like, uh, it's there. It's impressive it's there. But it's a little bit odd to me that it's there. Yeah, it's, I'll give it this. It's very well balanced. Yeah. Like, there's not one flavor that really overpowers Another one, I would say. True. The most, the most, the strongest flavor is the Belgian, is that Belgian earthiness. Yeah. Which, it's a Belgian beer, so it's what you expect. Yeah. But like the bourbon, none of these, none of these team, not one of these team players, well, they're all being team players. None of them stand out. There's no I in this team other than, other than Belgian. Yeah. Those stupid Belgians always being the I in team. Right. Uh, Other than that, they, they're all, it's very well. It's just very well balanced beer. I'll give it that. I don't sure. know that I. It's my. It's not my favorite flavor by any stretch. Yeah, and it's not a bad beer. But it's actually, I would say, as Belgians go, it's one of the best Belgians I've had. <laughs> well, you know, to me, I think everything they did with the bourbon barrel aging and the vanilla and the coconut would be great 
if it was a different base beer. <laughs> that's my whole problem. Yeah, but that's my Belgian problem. I, I agree with you. I think I think this is probably more on us than yeah. it is Allagash. Yeah, because I think I think this is a uh, as I said one of the better Belgians I've had in my lifetime. And yeah. I, I, I think he's had he's had so many Belgians, so many lifetimes, yeah. so many Belgians. Yeah, uh, going back to uh, in every which way you War. can possibly mean that. Yes, yeah. um, I've taken so many lives. Um, in frequently Belgian lives. That's no, what yeah. I strive to take. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the San Francisco, what's that, the killer that was just recently found? I'm the, <laughs> the Golden Gate Killer? The Golden Gate Killer, but yeah. for Belgium. That's me. Yeah, that's that's his full name. The Golden yeah. Gate Killer, but, <laughs> but for Belgium. For Belgium. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> and it goes back to the Franco-Prussian War. It's very strange. Yeah, very, it's, very strange. Yeah, it's got deep roots that we don't need to dive into hey, right really now. um we can that's another podcast that's, <laughs> that's the next season of serial that'll never come out um but uh it's very well balanced i think i think the 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 solvent flavor here the uh, I, for lack of a better term this doesn't sound bad astringent flavor yeah the pledge I, flavor i think that's just me not liking belgians <clears throat> as a category most of the yeah. time or a people or people yeah. i mean <laughs> all, all, all I go into Belgians for is waffles. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. you could take the waffles, leave the Belgians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need Belgians for anything else. Well, they should keep them to make waffles. Unless that's, it's New yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Now, New Belgium, but that's a whole other country. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. It's new. It's new. It's brand new. It's brand new Belgium. <laughs> it's it's Belgium, but with America in it. And, you know, I don't know what how different this would have been had we not had it a year out, too. I don't know when they expect you to drink it, how uh, long yeah. you're supposed to age it. I mean, granted, it's been sitting in my fridge for a while. Yeah. It's been uh, refrigerated at least. Yeah, so. but, I mean, high BV beers, barrel aged. It, it should be okay. It, it should be fine. Yeah, no, I agree. It should be fine. I, like I said, I think it's a very well-balanced beer. I think it's one of the best Belgians I've ever had. It's just I don't think my palate cares yeah. for Belgians that Belgian exist that yeah. most people seem to appreciate that you and I cannot get behind. Yeah, I know. I, I've tried, and I've tried a lot. I've yeah, tried yeah. a lot of Belgian and I'm beers. I'm to keep trying. Yeah, it's, I, it's like sours. Like it took me, <clears throat> it took me a long time to put my sour pants on. I'm just not sure when I'm going to like lawn clippings. That's my thing. I just, it's hard. The you know, Belgians you that, to me it, taste like lawn. That's, you know, we should. You know, what we should do. We should go back and we should revisit uh, as an experiment our first craft beers because my first craft beer that I enjoyed was the fancy lawnmower from St. Yeah. Arnold, which tastes like. Yeah. That retronasal conversion of smell to taste of a fresh cut lawn. Yeah, true. At least it did with a hint of cherries. I should add. Yeah. Um, but you had a very underdeveloped palate at that time. I you did. had a wee palate again, and this I haven't had it in in probably a decade. Yeah. So I'd be interested to go back and try that. But I enjoyed. Maybe my palate has changed. I used to hate broccoli. Eat broccoli all the time now. True. I'm a big boy. You do that. Um, <laughs> you do that, and I'll get a uh, Franconia wheat. When, which that, I, I love that. that was, what was your first craft beer? I can't remember. That was one of the very first ones. Uh, I think Hogarden maybe was okay, the very well, first we one. Yeah, Hogarden. we could do Hogarden and Fancy yeah, Lawnmower. Why not? And why not? Just, just see what those are now. Yeah. And we should also do uh, White because that's, you yeah. know, uh, uh, that's the thing that's come back. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Hogarden. He started Hogarden. Was yeah, Peter Sellis started Hogarden. Hey, they even have that at our local Kroger's. They so. do. There yeah. we go. So, anyways, well, we back to back to Allagash. Yeah, um, not to things you don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is on us. I don't think this is on Allagash. I, I think uh, I think for me, I'm going to say this is a fine, a, a nigh great version of a Belgian. And if I had to pick <laughs> a Belgian to drink, this is going to be the one I'm going to drink yeah. based on previous experiences. Sure. I think it's awesome how well balanced it is that outside of Belgian earthiness because they're so earthy they're so Kwame so earthy so Kwame yeah. so Captain Planety yeah. so Gaia spirit of the earth 
Um, outside of that, I mean, I'll finish this. I don't hate it for sure. No, like, no, I, would I don't it. hate it. It's just yeah. I just don't like that those earthy notes. I, yeah, that's that's it's, all it is. It's I just think, like loggers. I I try different types of loggers too, just to see if I'll ever like it. I don't. I'm not trying to be cool beer guy that just hates yeah. loggers because Budweiser makes them or whatever. I've tried them. I tried the Vienna Lager from yeah. Lakewood. Just I still don't like it that much. I, I try it. It's something about that flavor I just don't like. I, and that's I do, the same thing with Belgians. It's just I try it, but you know I'm thinking one of these. That's why I was excited about this one because it had the modifications. I thought maybe this would be a little bit different. Yeah, and it is different, but it's still it's just not quite there. It's still got the stuff I don't like in it. I do like it's how play, playful it is. I like how well balanced it is. I yeah. think I think again I agree with you. If it was a different base beer for me, it would be a better beer. Yeah. Um, like if it were, let's say, even a Pilsner. Yeah, maybe a more neutral pilsner. Maybe this would make those other flavors come out more. I don't know. Yeah, I'm no brewer. I've but had colches that have like vanilla flavoring and stuff, and those are yeah. I like those. You yeah, know, yeah. something something that's not as harsh as or maybe a, a non-Belgian golden ale. Yeah, like I would say, you know, locally, um, like the like the mustache from the go. Yeah, the mustache, yeah. the uh, yeah. the hot fusion, right? Uh, their golden ale, the not the Dallas blonde. That's the Bellum. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah, their golden ale. Fantastic beer. I think maybe a more bland palate for a to start with for a beer yeah. would make those other characters come out better. And I think it would be a better, for me, a better beer. Because right. I actually would love to taste more coconut, more vanilla. Like me, to too. me, still keep the balance, but make them come up a little more. Absolutely. I think I would like that more personally. Yep, but that's I agree. me. Nope, we're in the that's same boat. That's me, Miss Vegas. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's our problem. That's our palate problem. I'm going to try to rate this. I'm going to rate this based on what how I perceive it, and that is being a damn fine Belgian, and one I would definitely drink again. I'm definitely open to, if somebody wants to send us more of these, I'll definitely drink them. And we now rate these on a 10 to 1,000 oh, thumb sure. rating system. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give this beer, like, five thumbs up, one sideways, and one down, just because I'm not a Belgian fan. Yeah. So that's, what, seven and a half to eight thumbs up, and yeah. a half down. Just because I would like to see the same <laughs> recipe on a different uh, base beer. That's it. I, I think it's got – it's a very – I've said enough. That's enough. Yeah. I talked enough. To me, the fact that – Wait, I'm is... going to keep talking right now for another five minutes. I'm going to keep on rambling. Okay. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> so, to Wait, me... don't interrupt me. I'm here talking about Kiriyo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so to me, God, yes, just talk already? the fact that – the fact that it is drinkable enough that I am enjoying it and I will drink the whole thing, that says a lot. Um, I do feel like my mouth will be a desert after I do it because that's what Belgian beers yeah. always do to me. They dry me out. Uh, I feel like beef jerky after I drink them, but that's just that's how it is. You're more of a Jack Link beef jerky? <clears throat> yeah, or? any kind of beef jerky you want, to, you want to name. Uh, it's the most high-end one because it's me. Sure. But anyway. You're, you're dust in the whale. You're whale, exactly. you're yeah. whale jerky. <laughs> there you go. But um, yeah, so for me, the thumb system is going to go... I'm going to give it 10 thumbs up, 32 wow. and a half thumbs sideways, wow. and like four thumbs down. That's that's a pretty bold... I'm giving it a lot of thumbs sideways so because it's very neutral to me. So I, you, I, end, I like, you end up with a neutral 28 thumbs yes. up because it, you subtracted four thumbs. That's true, yeah. So you, had, so you had 28 thumbs and what, four sideways? Yeah. So 28.75 thumbs, something <laughs> right. like that. Four down, 32 and a half sideways. Yeah, there's, there's math yeah. in there. There's thumb math yeah. in there, and we are not. There's a half one in there, too. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like a half-cut thumb. I didn't but know yeah. we were going over 10 thumbs. I thought we were on a 1 to 10 thumb it's scale. It's a 10 to, 10 to 1,000. Oh, that's true. You didn't mention so, that, yeah. and I wasn't listening to you. So. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I, I was still way less than 1,000, but I still give it a lot of thumbs. 
and yeah. a lot of sideways. I think sideways is very fair for this one. Yes, it's not it's. And and probably thumbs up if you like Belgian beers. This is probably I a think, really really good one. I think if you really like Belgians, yeah. I think this is a home run beer. Yeah, this just the fact that I mean, you and I, as our as our wives commented last night, I mean, <laughs> we're pretty much twinsies here. <laughs> I mean, we're both wearing cargo shorts right now. Yeah, uh, black we're shirts. We're wearing black shirts. Yeah. We're both bearded. Yeah. Our main difference is you have an abundance of hair. You were visited <laughs> by the hair fairy. You have a you have a Jay Leno haircut. Yeah, that's true. I am the opposite of that. Yeah. I am. I have, my hair has receded into my head. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. My beard is about the same length for once. Um, yeah, and true. I'm barefoot, and you're not barefoot. You're that's wearing true. you're wearing sandals. Water. You're shoes. bloody. I'm not bloody. I've got blood leg. You don't have blood yeah, leg. True. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah, we're, we're pretty much similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's just so how it, it is. And it, it's just it's so weird uh, that we run. You know we. We kind of run, run run the same path, and so many paths in our life, and it extends to taste. Yeah, that's very true. So, that's our ratings. That's our ratings. Yeah. So, yeah. if you like Belgians, go grab this beer. If you don't, you still might at least be able to tolerate it. If someone pours you one, you won't hate yeah. it. I'll put it that way. <laughs> what a resounding review! <laughs> you won't hate it. That says a lot, though, for a category that I avoid all the time. To say I could drink it and someone pours one, I, I would drink it. That's that's a ringing endorsement from our perspective. And that, in and of itself, is worth fifty-five thumbs up. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Brew Bloods. If you're not subscribed to the show, you should be. It's absolutely free, and you can subscribe anywhere fine podcasts can be found. Through Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or any podcast app out there. Above all, please tell a friend about us. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us as at BrewBloods on all the social networks, or email us at BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. That's BrewBloodsShow at gmail.com. So for everyone here at BrewBloods, this is Mark saying, Prost! Thank you.